Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast Video Edition. I'm JR, and joining me as per usual is Mr. Neff Canuck. Hello, sir. Good evening, sir. What's new in your neck of the woods? Mm, not much. I mean, it's December, which means the countdown has begun. To what? Oh, well, let's see. There's a specific set of holidays. Um, there's also the reminder that, yeah, the fiscal year end for you is the end of the month, which means we've lost an entire year. I look at my bank balance and go, huh? How did that happen? <laughs> and I'm going to have you repeat that in a moment. Um, for those of you wondering and watching us on Twitch, possibly live at the moment... Um, you'll notice that the intro is slightly different. We didn't have a uh, musical intro like we normally have. Um, we're just coming straight on the air. Uh, the reason for that is tonight is the first uh, show that we're doing uh, with the new video podcast with Anchor and Spotify. So hopefully if this all works out, um, you'll be watching us on one of those platforms, um, watching us on the visual podcast, and they'll also have an audio version of this podcast available for those who want to listen to us that way. So, uh, yes, trying out something new, Neff, and, um, perfect evening for us to be the guinea pigs. Well, I don't know about you, but if I'm a guinea pig, I need to get my razor. That, that'd be a little hairy. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, no, I have a razor over here. That's my camera. Ah! <laughs> Very good, sir. You're in fine form. <laughs> so just a brief introduction to those of uh, you guys watching on Anchor Spotify, uh, for those who don't know about us. Um, we're very old. That's the first thing. Um, we've been around. <laughs> uh, Extreme Anime Radio has been around for about two decades uh, we started as an anime and J-pop radio station back in 2001. Uh, a couple years ago, um, laws being the way that they're changing, uh, we stopped broadcasting anime and J-pop music. Um, the bills just became too high. And if we were to start now, again, the bills will still be too high. So um, we have transitioned to an audio podcast and then i think we've been doing this video podcast now for about a year if i'm not mistaken that sounds about right you know i'm just trying to remember okay setting things up having the green screen you know having friends behind me every so often you know <laughs> as i do tonight yes so for the introduction to our video audience uh i have the little um vending machine behind me here and i'm just going to uh turn around and uh, make a little selection so if you'll excuse me oh dear and remember folks these things are rigged well look at that look what i have i have boss coffee ah very good sir <laughs> so this is uh a coffee that i wonder if it's it says it's a product of Japan, but it's sold by Suntory North America. So it would be distributed by Suntory North America, but actually made in Japan. Yeah, I would think so. 
So uh, I will go ahead and introduce this little canned coffee as we start the quote-unquote actual podcast because there's ending up going to be two versions of this, uh, the video podcast that we're doing now and then the other podcast that goes to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, that sort of thing. So, uh, I mean, the cleaned up one where, you know, all, all the mistakes I make are, you know, cut out, right? <laughs> Possibly. Possibly, he says. Oh, that's reassuring. <laughs> so I remember last time I didn't do this. I'm going to shake well. And then we're going to say, from the greatest city in the world, broadcasting to fans of anime and J-pop and Japanese culture all around the world. This is the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast for December the 1st, 2021. I'm JR, and he is Nef Canuck. Hello, sir. Good evening, sir. How are you? Good. What's new up north of the border? Well, it's December, which means we're now into the last month of 2021. Mm-hmm. Where did it go? <laughs> sort of like when I look at my bank balance. You mean a year has gone by? Where did it go? <laughs> yeah, I, I I still have to do some finances as uh, Christmas and the holidays come around. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah, that reminds me. Uh, I got the reminder about the early tax software. Because up here in the Great White North, they make you pay to do your taxes unless you want to take your chances doing it the old-fashioned way on paper or several of the free alternatives that do kind of sketchy things with your personal data that I don't like. Oh, gee. Hmm. So it's like I'd rather pay a few bucks every year to a company and hope that my data doesn't get sold to some multi-level marketing firm in lower Slobobia <laughs> that you know wants to sell me God knows what. Well, um, for those of you listening to us on the podcast right now, you may have missed uh, our little introduction that we had. We had a little pre-show for a few minutes before we started tonight. And that is because uh, we are now uh, experimenting with brand new video podcasts being being anchored, well, being offered and sort of anchored in a way by Anchor and Spotify. So it's just another way for our wonderful faces enough to get out there. I would say your wonderful face, mine, yeah. (laughs) Let's call it, let's not, let's not sell, you know, be too, too high up on the chart. Thanks. So one of the things I mentioned um, in the video that we just did, I picked up a whole case of these. This is Boss Rainbow Mountain Blend, and it's made by Suntory, and it has the ubiquitous boss, the guy with the pipe. I don't know who this is supposed to be other than the boss guy with the pipe, I guess. Oh, I mean, boss is in, you know, the boss, <laughs> you know, has to have a pipe to sound to look, you know, distinguished. Yes. As you drink, you know, liquid vibrating. And I mean, you're drinking this, Jr. And as we're shooting this, it is <laughs> later on in the evening, mm-hmm. and I'm going sleep. Apparently, he doesn't want any. Yeah. I'll be okay. I'll be okay as long as it's not too late, right? So. Mm. Meanwhile, you're having your beverage. Yes, well, mine is an adult beverage <laughs> in festive colors, which mm. I find absolutely hilarious. I'm like, okay, we all know you're not supposed to drink and drive. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're now into the holiday season, and there are parties, and some parties serve adult beverages. 
So what do they do? They make the adult beverage look festive and happy. And yeah, that's kind of sending mixed messages there. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, this is now the closest and the easiest I can find to my Georgia Emerald Mountain Blend, which they still do not export. Uh, That is a Coca-Cola product in Japan, Georgia Emerald Mountain Blend uh, with the blue can. Uh, so now I discovered this actually a couple of months back when I was on the trip to see um, uh, Liz and Bree, and I stopped in Colorado and not Colorado, um, Chicago, outside of Chicago, and uh, my hotel just happened to be across the road from the Mitsuo Marketplace over there, and they sold these. The moment I had these. I just bought a few more cans for the rest of the trip. And now I see on Amazon the Black Friday sale, Cyber Monday sale, a 12 case of this. And I think it only cost me about $23 or something like that. That is not bad at all for what that 25, is. 26 but still it's it's under 250 a can, which I think 250 is what I paid for um in the Mitsua, so it's a pretty good deal. And it comes and it and it's delivered directly to you, right? You don't even have to go anywhere to get it. Exactly. We're seeing a lot of this now, um, especially um, with the pandemic. Um, Suntory is selling a lot of its canned beverages now. Um, I think um, they have two tall cans of cold brew, including the cold brew Cafe Olate. Um, and you can buy them online now. Suntory uh, sells it, and Amazon fulfills it. Hmm. On eBay, a 12-pack of the Emerald is $63. Um, It could be 12, could be 15, but I remember before the pandemic started, that same seller sold 30 cans of the Emerald Mountain Blend for $63. Inflation? Just a bit. (laughs) But uh, no, these are twelve cans, and I think um, I think they're twenty nine ninety nine on Amazon, and I got a um, a coupon that brought the price down a little bit. So still, very good deal. Hmm. I should see what Amazon.ca wants for these. Then again, <laughs> knowing Amazon.ca, I'll probably look at the price and go, nope. <laughs> well. The way things are going in the world these days, we may want to go ahead and stock up a little bit on uh, our favorite uh, Japanese sundries. Well, yes. Let's hope that the latest, um, shall we say, well, we'll say it, variant of the disease I refuse to name or virus I refuse to name uh, burns itself out quickly because uh, let's just say it's been discovered here. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it's like great. Ah, not again. So now everybody's jumping to slam their borders again. Um, Flax is writing in the chat. Yeah, that's actually been in effect for a few weeks, Flax. Japan Post is not delivering like airmail packages to the United States. So. Um, even for my snack boxes, snack boxes lately, my Sakurako box for this month arrived today by DHL. Um, and my Boxu box for December hopefully will be arriving tomorrow, but they're using a, um, a private courier to ship the, um, the box over to Secaucus across the river and then hand it off to the post office for delivery. 
Hmm. Just a bit complicated, eh? Mm-hmm. But um Yeah, um but now we're the latest coming out of Japan is that uh they're clamping down the borders to the point where they're not allowing airlines to book new tickets for travel to Japan until the end of December. So foreigners and Japanese citizens are now essentially blocked from making new airline reservations to fly to Japan. And that is kind of a bit of a stretch to me. I think once you start blocking off your own citizens from returning, I mean, I don't know. I mean, let's put it this way. If either of Canada or the U.S. tried that, I could see the lawyers salivating at that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, I'm a citizen. You know, yes, you can quarantine me. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But not letting me come back at all, mm -hmm. that's a bridge too far. Right. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that sentiment. Uh, Japan, uh, a few days ago, uh, retightened its restrictions. So uh, non-resident foreign nationals uh, barred from entry. Um, so even though, you know, that I think in a bit of a, it is a stretch, um, Japan has every right to do that, to try to keep the virus out. But then when you take this extra measure, uh yeah, like I said, it, you know, it's your own citizens. It's like they legally have they would legally be stateless if you don't let them in. They have nowhere else to go. Mm -hmm. That's like I say, that's I, I just can't wrap my head around that prospect. And I'm going, I don't know what a Japanese citizen facing such a situation would feel like. I personally, if Canada said you're not coming back here, I'd be like excuse me yeah do you do you, do you want to go to court and lose on that <laughs> now i don't know if the japanese government and the japanese laws would even entertain something like a lawsuit saying hey let me in mm -hmm. so who knows right there's uh there's been a lot of uh interesting conversations about uh, the omicron variant in the last few days um, Bree is uh, mentioning in the chat about uh, um, the postal situation. Um, the, I think Japan Post, Bree, blamed that cutback on reduction of flights. Which... Yeah, I think that... Go ahead. No, I was going to say, that, that's the major problem, reduction in flights. Because if they tried by sea... The freight's already got that locked up, right? Mm -hmm. So airlines are your only way. And if your airlines aren't flying, well, then your packages aren't flying either. Unless right. you get one big old slingshot and mm -hmm. pull. I can understand um, now maybe them reducing the flights because the Japanese government says no more international bookings. Because passenger planes also carry a lot of cargo. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that decision has been in effect for the last month, uh, Japan post. So, you know, for that month, I could not understand why, because it seemed like there was a, um, a steady clip of flights going across the Pacific. Um, I don't think the shipping restrictions applied to Canada, just to the U S as far as North America is concerned. Hmm. 
you you have me curious. Yeah. I but, shall look into that. Yes. But, you know, that was a month ago. Now with things starting to change, uh, until we know the efficacy of how the boosters and the vaccines are going to react to Omicron, uh, people are going to be on edge for a while. And I think there's nothing stopping that. Well, okay. I'm sorry. Once you start naming variants of a virus after what sounds like a failed transformer, <laughs> I think you've jumped a shark. <laughs> and I just about made J poor JR spit out his his uh, favorite coffee there. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, I gotta I gotta clean this a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> he actually okay. There we go. I actually managed to make him spew. I think uh, it's probably it, one of the it's a little bit on the I ring have. here. <laughs> But anyway, this is the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. Once again, thank you for watching us or listening to us, however you're doing it, uh, through Twitch, through Anchor, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Remember, you can access all the ways uh, to um, take part of our in, in our community by going to our link tree that's on the screen, linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash anime radio or linktree.com forward slash anime radio actually i wonder if that link is accurate it's supposed to be l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e -E forward slash anime radio yeah that's what we've been using for the last while unless unless they've changed something and they didn't tell us right 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 so you've written something down i'm gonna write something down to look up later <laughs> mm, indeed so now let's talk about uh some things that have been happening I've been away for a month um, in between uh, the vacation I've had, the late work hours. Uh, so I'm now back, hopefully, on a regular basis. And um, some of the things I've done, uh, well, the vacation was amazing. The work until 3 a.m. in the morning on some evenings during the month of November, not so much. <laughs> I was going to say, when you're working at 3 a.m., it's like, all I could say is, better you than me, sir. Better you than me. <laughs> but I had a wonderful time. Um, I was in Georgia for two nights in the Railside Lodging, which was phenomenal. If you're a um, railroad buff, I would highly recommend Folkestone, Georgia. The closest airport is Jacksonville. Just make sure that when you get your rental car in Jacksonville, it comes with a rear wiper blade. Because I discovered the morning after I picked up my car <laughs> when there was a lot of dew on my rental car and I tried to use the rear wiper blade to get it off, there was no rear wiper blade. And instead, the whole arm kind of make an arcing uh, scratch in the back of the glass. Ooh. Ouch. Yes. <laughs> my first question is, did you find another wiper blade? My second question is, did they try to ding you for the damage to the rear window? No. The moment I the moment that happened and I noticed it, I didn't notice it for a while because the the it was still wet from the dew. I had to wait until it dried out until I saw, oh, what's this ring around the glass? <laughs> so I immediately Oops. reported it to my rental car company. And they said, okay, don't worry about it. We're going to make a report, blah, blah, blah. You have the option of um, going and getting the 
blade replaced yourself or you can go back to the nearest rental car place and get a replacement vehicle. So considering the circumstances, it was going to be nice weather. I probably wouldn't need anything until the following morning because of the dew. Not much precipitation in the forecast. Um, I had thought about going to the auto store, but that, I don't know how long I would have been there trying to find the correct wiper blade and then trying to have it installed. And the nearest rental car place was back at Jacksonville Airport, about 40 minutes drive away. So my final decision was, I'm just going to enjoy the rest of my vacation here in Folkestone, Georgia. Thank you very much. Well, hey, sometimes you have to do, you know, just you shrug your shoulders and go, okay, it is what it is. <laughs> um, and then after Folkestone, Georgia, I flew up to Virginia, went to Mika Zelda, a.k.a. Mako-chan's wedding, a very, very beautiful wedding um, and a fun evening uh, there. Um, Mako-chan getting married for the second time. Very, very happy for the newlyweds. Um, so thank you and congratulations to Mika Zelda for the opportunity to participate in that wonderful event. Um, Mika, I'm going to still call Mako because <laughs> that's, um, they don't mind me calling one, one name or the other. Uh, they're going to participate hopefully in, uh, something that's happening on Monday. And we will be mentioning that um, a little bit later. Um, Neff, how was your month of November? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. What did I do in November of note? Not very much, honestly. It was more a question of, you know, survive, do your work, survive, go home, pass, eat, pass out, hopefully in that order. Yeah. Um, I did take off American Turkey Day, or as I like to call it, free football day. <laughs> and uh black friday after that just to see you know although of course now in the last couple of years we haven't had those wonderful footage of people beating each other up at four in the morning for a cheap tv <laughs> i mean I i'm sorry every time i see that footage it's just like you're beating yourself up over an appliance like, <laughs> you're beating each other i'm like no that's insane but then again i remember boxing day up here and then i go yeah yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that song. <laughs> Bria says, watch Comey and sports. Well, there is, okay, there is that. Of course, you know, I, I'd forgotten because, of course, Comey Can't Communicate has now arrived on Netflix, as has another show we will talk about tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, we will probably have to warn people, wear your, wear your flame-proof underwear. Things might get a little warm in here. Oh, as, no. Well, as for Comey Can't Communicate... I've gotten farther than you have. I'm actually caught up to the most recent uh, episode that Netflix has aired, mm -hmm. which included, not, not this episode, but the episode prior, introduction of Comey's mother. Ooh. I won't spoil it for you. Okay. <laughs> except I will tell you who her voice actress is. Okay. Because it is a blast from the past. Really? Kiko Inoue. Ooh, that name is familiar. Beldandi-sama. <laughs> when what? you hear Beldandi-sama, <laughs> say, I made him spit up again. This is great. When you hear her say what she does during that episode, 
you're going to blink. Blink again. And your eyeballs will tilt. You will see tilt in your eyeballs. Kind of like Comey. Pretty much, yes. You'll, you'll basically do a Comey like... <laughs> well, yeah, that so was sure the... Um, that. that was... Uh, I, I did see episode one. I rewatched mm-hmm. it today just so I can be caught up. And yes, Comey really can't communicate. And it's up to uh, Tadano to try to break the shell, so to speak. Break the shell, translate, um, transliterate. Yes. You know, when Comey starts to do weird things like vibrate violently. Yes. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'll say this. I just wish the Netflix uh, sub would have actually completed the job and actually subbed everything properly. Right, you talked you about noticed, this before. Yeah, as you probably noticed, some of the sound effects, they didn't bother to translate. Now, if you've read the manga, you will know what the sound effects essentially are. If you've never read the manga and you're first coming into this, you're like, what do all these squiggles mean? Yeah, a lot of they elements on screen obviously. from the manga that are in mm. the anime, and that's, that, that translation is left out. Now, I've seen that firsthand. Yeah, so you're like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, you'll, you'll eventually see a, a large cast of characters as, you know, things motor along. And like I said, between Comey's... Let me put it this way. Comey's mom is a trip. If they show her dad, you'll know pretty much why Comey is the way she is. Interesting. That that That's going to be something to look forward to. But yeah, at the end of the first episode, we get the reminder and the rewind of the tape, uh, reminding that the, uh, the school that they're in is uh, an elite school where you have to get an interview and it has its uh, usual cast of characters. And I think that's where uh, things go next, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Yes, you're you're going to find out that they are very unique individuals. In fact, Tadano is the most normal and boring of the bunch. <laughs> we have to have a straight guy somewhere, right? Well, yeah, he he pretty much is the ultimate straight man to everything that goes on. <laughs> um, what is the other uh, anime that uh, picked your interest? Well, it wasn't the anime; it was the live action. Dot, dot, dot. Are we ready for the flame-proof underwear now? Yes. Cowboy Bebop. Okay. Well, that's... <laughs> that's why I was saying live action. That should have, you know, twigged him when I said, you know, firefight type of deal. Now, I've only managed to watch three episodes so far because I got into a binge mood, watched three episodes, and then said, okay, I need to watch other things, including sports. Mm-hmm. And um, after three episodes... I can give you a pretty fair synopsis, I think. One, it is not a note-for-note retelling of the anime, which is a good thing. Yeah. Because why would you bother? Mm -hmm. Right? However, they have done things, some of which design choices, and, and it's just like, okay, that was a bad design choice. Vicious. I don't know if you've seen him yet. Yes. Um, Bree and I have watched two episodes. Okay. So you will have seen Vicious wearing what looks like a $3 wig that looks like it's barely survived a rainstorm. And I'm going, you spent all this money on all these other, you know, things, set pieces, costume, et cetera, and you couldn't even give him a decent looking hairpiece. <laughs> no, 
when he's a central character like that, you spend the extra five bucks. Here, I'll give you the extra five bucks. <laughs> Don't make him look like he is this discount dollar double check rental cosplayer who is basically, you know, fooling around for money. You know, just <laughs> no. I have no idea why, but the character kind of reminds me of a white-haired version of um, Elrond from Lord of the Rings. No, no, no. Somebody in another Discord channel gave me gave me an inspiration through a, through an edit for an even better comparison. Okay. Do you remember Yu-Gi-Oh? The very first series. Maximilian Pegasus. The white-haired dude... With the yeah, the thing in his eye, basically th this person took you know the shot of vicious, put the, the the thing in one of his eyes, and yeah, it's pretty much Maximilian Pegasus. <laughs> Congratulations, you've done the live action version of Yu-Gi-Oh. Wow, it's like I, and it's like I needed to look at that picture for a second, but yeah, now I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> you're like, wait a minute, who's he talking? Oh yeah, okay, there we go. Yeah, mm -hmm. so like I said. And, you know, like I say, otherwise, the cast, I think, is very good. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the actor who plays Jet Black, it's like, dude, you were born to play that role. Like, seriously. Like, you may as well have been doing the voice in the anime. You are that on point. <laughs> and the original, the original voice actor, Bo Billingsley, was very good as Jet Black. Mm -hmm. You know? But I'm saying, like, wow. Like, really, really good. I mean... We've only seen Faye in the first episode, which seemed a little odd and out of place. But again, it's right. a new version, etc. Mm -hmm. I'm going, wow, they gave her a salty, salty, salty mouth, didn't they? Oh, yeah. A lot of people it's have like, salty mouths in the live action. <laughs> well, to be again, to be fair, it's not aimed for, you know, a young teen audience. It's aimed for, you know, older adults. Oh, yeah. Who expect something like this to be a little, shall we say, impolite? Right, right. I mean, yeah. I I have to laugh because you look at the set pieces. Some of them are very good, mm -hmm. and some of them you're like, okay, I see what you did there. But my favorite being that one scene in I think it was episode two mm -hmm. of that no or yeah episode two of that car that is blatantly. A late 70s Camaro that they've basically, you know, added gigaws and chrome and stuff to <laughs> to try and hide what it is. And I'm like, no. Mm. Any gearhead is going to go, I know what that is. That's baloney. You know what I think also is baloney? Well, I guess not in this day and age. The fact that I did a little count before we came on the air. Apparently, there are 14 executive producers of the live action Cowboy Bebop. You're surprised. <laughs> L look at any major motion picture, any TV show, and you will find producers, executive producers, assistants to producer, assistant to the executive producer, best boy, best grip. Well, best uh, I understand that, but this is just the role of executive producer, a.k.a. showrunner. There are 14 showrunners. Well, you figure that many... Uh, stars you have to cater to, yeah, you might have that many showrunners. <laughs> One more, they get a free to... game. 
Well, I was going to say, because, because, you know, you have all these actors and actresses with like all these prosthetics and wigs and stuff. So it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine the, the actor dressed as Jet Black doing something as simple as trying to drink a coffee by himself? Mm-hmm. I'm going, yikes. Um, now, uh, I will do a little spoiler here. Um, and I want to get your opinion about this because Bri and I thought we saw this when we saw episode two. So um, if you guys don't want to be spoiled, just you know, kind of hit the mute button for a minute because I will go into a little spoiler here. Um, but I'm really, really itching to get Neff's opinion. Okay. In the second episode, um, we meet uh, Anna and Gren in the, uh, the jazz club, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a little band playing, doing a little nice jazz music that we come to enjoy from the Cowboy Bebop series. Mm-hmm. The person at the keyboard, is that Yoko Kano? I believe it is, sir. <laughs> Which would not surprise me because um, they, they have all sorts of little Easter eggs in that show. If you know what to look for, you're like going... I see what you did there. <laughs> the the obvious one I think to me at the offset was the opening scene of the entire series at Watanabe Casino. Yeah, that that was kind of subtle. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not so. Well, you know, when I say subtle with a with a sly grin on my face, I'm being as sarcastic as I can be. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, so that that is her. Okay, I, I'm kind of not surprised in that sense. I um I try to look up some official uh, news to to see if we can confirm it. But Bree and I were thought thought that it was, and you agree. So I think uh, based on our conclusion, that is indeed her, aka Gabriella mm. Robin. There you go. That and that is a long stretch. Um, back when. Uh, Yoko Kano was, uh, well, she'd been doing anime and music work for, God, almost three decades? Even more, maybe? I was going to say, I'm trying to remember the first Yoko Kano piece that, well, Vision of Escaflone. Ah. That's way back then, and that was 96, I want to say. Yeah. Sounds about right. I, I, I should know this because uh, this is, this goes back to our days with the radio station. Uh, the TV series is 96. Okay, I did, I did remember correctly. And that's frightening that it's that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and Cowboy Bebop wasn't too far after that. It was like 98, 99, 99. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, 99, so basically turn of, the, turn of the century. Yeah. So, yeah, and I mean... Like I said, I'm looking forward to the rest of it. Uh, I will say that I have accidentally spoiled myself on a couple of things that are going to happen later in the series, and I'm going, okay, interesting. <laughs> Including a particular monologue by Vicious that I'm going to be going, I'm not sure why you're monologuing at this point. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. Yeah. And that's all I'll say to that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I'm itching for more Bebop, and hopefully I'll be able to get to watch uh, the whole series. I mentioned this before. Um, it's not surprising, I guess. Netflix kind of releases the whole live-action 10 episodes, unlike an anime, which is episode by episode by episode. 
And again, I, I laugh at them for doing things like this. They release an entire live action series, 10 episodes, bam. Mm. They delay releasing an anime by two weeks from, from the Japanese release. Call me can't communicate. Mm -hmm. And they still don't get the subtitling right. <laughs> I'm like going, well, what are you doing here? Mm. I just, you know, explain this to my tiny little Canadian brain. <laughs> you know, that, that thrives on beer and maple syrup. <laughs> Well, um, this has been a, a fun evening, and um, it will be a little bit short tonight because uh, we just want to make sure that the video podcast indeed works, and hopefully it will, and uh, then we can then go back to doing the audio version. So um, just a couple of things here, um, which I'm going to bring up here through the little slideshow that I have on my uh, little computer here. And here's the first one. Uh, we brought this up on Monday's stream. Uh, this is uh, the new artwork of uh, Sarah Yoshida, uh, Plastic Love version. If you remember the 80s uh, city pop song Plastic Love from Maria Takeuchi, has made an impressive comeback in the last few years as everybody kind of gravitates to this type of music again. Um, we decided to do a little rendition of this. And uh, we have now made the desktop wallpaper of this available to anybody who would like to download it. And the way you download it is by going to our Discord. We're going to have those links for you in a moment. But uh, we showed this uh, Neff on the Monday stream. The comparison is, uh, well, it's pretty much spot on. <laughs> I would say so, and it's it's very it's a very well done artwork because you're also dealing with an original that you know it's a very unique style insofar as that blowing in the wind and yet not blowing in the wind because as you notice on the one side of the, of the person's hair there's no movement and on the other side the hair is about to take off yeah you know, it needs airline <laughs> tickets but uh, for those of you interested. Um, and I just noticed this the other day. Warner Japan has now come out with uh, uh, a little bit of an acting scene uh, as the official music video. So there's now an official music video for this. Um, you can look it up on YouTube. It's widely available. And I highly recommend you check it out uh, for Plastic Love. Now, Neff, the other announcement I wanted to make was uh, a little something that we kind of hinted to on the Monday stream. Something we're planning for next week, Monday, when I'm going to be all alone in the house. I figured this is the point where we kind of um, set this little thing in motion. Hmm... He's all by himself. <laughs> well, not exactly. I'll hopefully be joined by a lot of uh, guests. But uh, here it is, folks. The Extreme Anime Radio Marathon Special. I am going to be streaming for possibly at least six hours. Monday, December the 6th, just playing random games. Um, we'll be doing some Switch... Maybe we'll be doing some party games. Uh, maybe we can do Slay the Spire again a little bit. I'm not sure. But um, we're still setting this in motion. But uh, 
market calendars right now that on Monday, December the 6th, we are going to be doing this little marathon. The marathon will go from 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern with a little meal break from 6 to 7 because I really think that a meal break in the middle of all this Michigas would be in my best interests and probably of everybody else's best interests. <laughs> I was going to say, seven hours straight, I think you'd be ready to do this. Like, Well, hold on, hold on. Let, let, let's see this here. Do that again. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. <laughs> so let's go back to this screen. Uh, the first session will be 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern or 2,000 to 2,300 hours GMT. The second session, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, or 2,400 to 2,700 GMT, which is another way of saying early Tuesday morning. Um, so um, we hope that you will uh, join us. Some of the cosplayers of Extreme Anime Radio's mascot, Sarah Yoshida, have expressed interest in joining us. Um, I believe uh, Caleb uh, Astro Cosplay from Scotland has expressed interest. Um, Rose... Glitch Barbie cosplay from France has expressed interest. Um, Emma Castiel cosplay life and boyfriend Keo have expressed interest. Um, and a few others as well. I think Invisible Wonders cosplay may join us for the later stream. But there seem to be more interest from some of our friends across the Atlantic. So we had a few options how we're going to do this marathon. We figured probably the best thing to do was to be uh, to have a little afternoon session so that in Europe it's a convenient time for them to join us. And then we'll have our evening session. Uh, probably by that point we'll have uh, Liz and uh, maybe you, Neff, if you're not too busy. Uh, yeah, I was going to say three to six. Unfortunately, I'll be you know at my real job. You know, but uh, yeah, after after that, I should be home, you know, fed and be able to slide in at 7 p.m. And uh, shenanigans will commence. Yes, definitely. So uh, please join us uh, for what hopes to be uh, a very interesting evening. Uh, again, we'll do uh, stuff on uh, Steam. We'll do stuff on the Switch. Oh, and Liz will be around for the whole time. Okay. So uh, I'll be having a talk with Liz later on to see what we're going to do. But um, I should also mention Glitch Barbie Cosplay. Um, she does streams in French. Um, she's back on Twitch a few times a week now. Um, so uh, I believe her Twitch handle is twitch.tv slash glitchedbarbie, all one word. So... Um, if you understand French and would like to watch her streams, I did see her play, even though the stream was in French, I did see her uh, play and uh, on her way to winning um, the uh, Peach's birthday cake uh, board on Mario Party Superstars, which is uh, what we had played uh, just the other day. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I, I think the board looks delicious, but unfortunately, as far as I was concerned, it just gave me an upset stomach. <laughs> <laughs> and it upset me in the end because Liz beat me by, what, seven coins was the final tally? You are counting, and you do remember. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the Extreme Anime Radio Marathon, 
with a little bit of a meal break in between. We hope he, that's seven coins. Yeah, thank you for reminding me, Liz. <laughs> oh dear, folks, they're reminding each other this 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 will not end well the next time they play each other. Yikes! <laughs> so uh, I think with that, folks, uh, we're gonna go to the closing commentary. Uh, Neff, you'll be so kind. If you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints about anything you see on this Twitch stream or the audio version of this podcast, uh, drop us a line at extremeanimeradio at gmail.com or hit us up on social media at linktree, that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash anime radio. There you'll find links to our social media pages, including Facebook, our Instagram account, our Twitter account, our Discord server, and our YouTube channel, as well as archived versions of this podcast, including now our video podcast at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. And just to clarify, yes, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash anime radio and linktree.com slash anime radio. Both of those links work. So I think we can leave both of them as they are. I, I was going to say, that's going to be mighty confusing for folks. <laughs> Luckily, I'm, I'm not that easily confused, <laughs> I think. Well, no, I'm uh, not sure. <laughs> I think we'll, I think we'll maybe uh, we'll correct it for the next time. No worries. So um, we're going to sign off of the podcast now. If you're watching us on Twitch live, we're going to take a few minutes. And I think we're going to set up for something we haven't played in quite some time what the dub? Oh. Ah, yes. So. As I like to say, this is a game where you can take things really, really, really far. Mm. And I have to remember, don't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> At least not here. <laughs> so if you're listening to us on the podcast, remember that uh, we have uh, Twitch streams hopefully scheduled on a regular basis. Uh, follow us at twitch.tv forward slash extreme anime radio. That is the link uh, that we have on Twitch because apparently the anime radio handle was already taken. I don't know when the last time that they broadcast it. So um, in comparison to a lot of our other social media links for Twitch, uh, it's extreme anime radio. And also for Instagram, it's extreme anime radio. So just keep those in mind. Okay, we will see you in a moment, uh, but if you're listening, we will see you next time on the podcast. For Neff, I'm for JR. Thank you for listening and watching, and remember... Keep on looking out for the Extreme Mario podcasts, both audio and video, and we'll see you next time. Both audio and video, a good point. Thanks, everybody. All right, and we will now set up for our Twitch stream for what the dub so we will see you guys in a few moments and if you are watching us on anchor spotify video thank you for watching and we'll see you next time <laughs>